0: in air. The fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired. Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there. The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair. Cause greedy people seem... Welcome to The Voices in My Head. The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Welcome back. If you've been enjoying my podcast and YouTube channel, please hit that like and subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. Back with Alec baldwin and his potential charges in the death of helena hutchins on his movie set now a lot of people were upset when the prosecutor decided not to prosecute at the time it was about six nine months ago they thought he got away with it and i did not agree with that because she left it open that she could bring charges and in her original statement it was They did not have enough staff to prosecute, that they were shorthanded. They didn't have enough people working on the case. They couldn't really bring a case. So they dropped the charges, but they left it open that they could refile. And that is the rumor that is out now that it's about to go back to grand jury. And there is some new updates on this case. So I am on Deadline.com. This article is written October 10th, 2023. The headline is Alec Baldwin and Rust Producers Ordered to Reveal Alex row on Fatal Film. Criminal charges refiling decision should come soon, prosecutors say. Update. So let's get into this. A New Mexico judge has today pulled Alec Baldwin's further back into the criminal case over killing of Russ cinematographer Helena Hutchins two years ago on the indie western set. That's hard to believe. It's been two years already. Judge Mary Marlowe Summer ruled Tuesday that Russ producers cannot crush a subpoena. The ruling means they must give prosecutors internal documents pertaining to the Baldwin's full role on the since-resurrected film. Though Baldwin saw criminal charges against him in the death of Hutchinson's dropped earlier this year, the special prosecutor in the case have not ruled out refiling manslaughter or other claims against him down the line. I did an episode about nine months ago where I went through the charging document or the probable cause document. Much of that I agreed with in that. He was being irresponsible with the gun. The armorer on there, who's also being charged, was being irresponsible because she didn't check the gun every time she picked it up. She didn't keep it secure. People on the set were using it with live ammo and were shooting before filming and during lunch breaks. And she never checked to see if the gun had blanks in it before she returned it back to set or before it was used on the set, which every time. And there were so many different protocols that were missed according to guidelines that films or these uh, production companies are supposed to follow. And that's the reason she's being charged. And since Baldwin was the producer of the film, he was ultimately in charge because his role was to hire a competent armorer. And at the same time, his job was to make sure all rules and the best practices were being followed on set, which he was not. So let's get back to this. Currently only former Rust armorer Hannah Gutierrez Reed is facing charges. Yes, and she screwed up royally, in my opinion. And here's a quote A final decision will be made within the upcoming four to six weeks, special prosecutor Carrie Morrissey said in a statement last week about Baldwin's legal fate after a hearing on the production's effort to squash. The subpoena, a public announcement will be made whether we decide to refile. I hope they do. I think he needs to be accountable. I think he was negligent. He broke so many rules, not just from proper gun safety handling, but also with the Actors Guild or the Actors Association, that there are processes to follow when handling firearms. And he did none of those, not only as an actor, but also as the producer and Gutierrez-Reed failed to follow her job and the guidelines being the armorer on set. So it was just so many people were irresponsible and they need to be held accountable. There is a person dead. The article continues, one of the co-creators of the Rust story, along with director Joe Solza Baldwin was a producer on the film as well as the star. Production documents and files could shed light on what Baldwin's financial arrangements were for Rust. How much How How much did he stand to profit from the film? And how much did he know about the cost and safety corners that that may have been cut? That's the big part. Not so much how much money he he was going to make. I don't think that's as important as did they know that they were cutting corners? Was expenses too high for the amount of money they expected to make? Were they intentionally cutting corners? At the same time, the the things that went wrong weren't really a cost-saving measure. Doesn't really cost any money to double-check a gun to make sure that it has blanks in it when you're handling it off and that was one of the things i went through is that the armorer was supposed to check the gun before it was handed to the actor the actor was supposed to verify and check that the gun was full of blanks and did not have any live ammo in it that is not really a cost savings now all the training and the classes safety the gun safety handling training yes that costs money but just the basics the minimum things that really don't cost any money that just take a few minutes and then there was the the one part where the fact that he was handling a gun pointing it at a camera that no one should have been behind that camera and that the, the director should have been working outside in a tent looking at a monitor rather than being behind the camera. And the gal that died, she was re- really working two different jobs and she was not supposed to be really behind the camera, but she was filling in. Now that could be part of the car- cost cutting that she should not have been there. However, the there were so many things that they could have done that would have cost no money, just basic gun safety and basic gun safety protocol that was not followed. Let's get back to the article. Baldwin has always insisted that he did not pull the trigger on the gun that killed this cinematographer on October 21st, 2023. And I don't think that is really 2023. I think that may have been 2021 because this was two years ago. I think that's a typo. Even though he was pointing it directly at her during an on-set rehearsal. Now, that is a failure. That is basic gun safety protocol. You never point a gun at anybody unless you plan to kill them. I mean, that's real basic. If you're just practicing uh, with your gun, you always make sure it's pointed at something that cannot be harmed or it's downrange but never at a person. Back to the article, forensic test investigations by both the FBI and independent experts suggest it would have been near impossible for the gun to have gone off by itself. No explanation for how live rounds on the set of rust has emerged yet. Now, he produced an independent testing that says that it could be fired. The FBI and the, the other experts were saying there was no way it could have uh, fired accidentally. That evidence needs to be presented to a jury and the jury needs to decide who is correct. And as far as how the live rounds got in there, I don't think we know all the facts, but there were reports that the... The crew was using it prior to filming each day and during lunch. They were shooting tin cans with live ammo. The police or the FBI actually they got a search warrant to the company that provided the dummy rounds to the set, and they did not have the exact same live rounds that were found in the gun that, that killed the young lady. So no one knows where that came from, but if crew or staff was Firing live ammo, one of those people brought in box of ammo, or multiple people brought in live ammo and were shooting it before or during lunch or even after work just to goof off. Gutierrez Reed failed in her job by not number one securing that gun to make sure no one used it at lunchtime. No one should be using it at all before, after, or during the, the set. And then she did not make sure that the gun was loaded with blanks and not live ammo at any time during this if she had done the basics this young lady would still be alive today at least in my opinion let's get back to this representatives for both baldwin and reed did not respond to requests for comment on today's ruling by judge summer if and when they do we will update this post take a section for previously alec baldwin has not been charged again yet in the investigation over the october 2021 killing of Russ cinematographer helena hutchins but today prosecutors allege producers of the indie western are standing in the way of them getting all the fact here's a quote from carrie morrissey the special prosecutor rush production is either intervened interfered or obstructed the criminal investigation in this case. This entire tragedy occurred because rust production cut corners every chance they could and they hired inexperienced and ill-equipped crew members. I'm going to skip over the next paragraph because it's about live stream. Ever since the fatal shooting of Hutchinson's on the Bonanza Creek Rants set of rust almost two years ago, Baldwin has insisted he did not pull the trigger on the 1880s Colt 45, yet both the FBI last year and more recent forensic experts brought on board by special prosecutor have concluded that the trigger on the firearm had to have been pulled confusion over this in no small part due to damage done to the gun in the original investigation as well like criminal charges being dropped against Baldwin earlier this year so being this old style gun you had to cock the hammer back all the way and i think there was a quarter a half and full and at each one of those cockings turned the re- the, the revolver part that held the bullet and it wasn't until it was all the way back that the trigger would work. At a quarter or halfway, you pulled the trigger, nothing would happen. You couldn't even pull the trigger all the way back. So the only way the hammer could be released is if it was cocked all the way back, fully back. Then when you pull the trigger, the hammer will come forward, striking the bullet, firing the gun. And that's what the FBI and the independent forensics experts said, that the gun was in working order. And it doesn't matter whether Baldwin pulled the trigger or not. Why did it have live bullets? How did it get this far into the filming where the gun was handed to the main actor, no one checking it? four live rounds. That is the failure. Get back to the article. Obstentially, today's hearing was for prosecutors to be able to gain access to paperwork that would shed light on Baldwin's true role on Rust. The multi-Emmy winning actor came up with the idea for the film with director Joel Souza, who was also injured in the shooting in 2021. Baldwin was a producer on the film, which is why prosecutors want to know exactly what he knew about what was going on with the film's real budget and crew issues. *Rust* movie production LLC argued against turning over documents calling the estate subpoena burden and- that charges have been dismissed and the records were not relevant in the case against Gutierrez-Reed. Special prosecutors dropped the charges against Baldwin in April, filming a rust wrapped up earlier this year in Montana. A status call in the case is set for January. The case is scheduled to go to trial in February. I'm assuming that is the Gutierrez-Reed case, not the Baldwin, because there is no charges, and there may be by November we will see charges. Personally, I think this needs to go to trial. I would like to see him charged. Now, Once again, being charged is just that being charged. Mr. Baldwin is innocent until proven guilty. It is the DA's job to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt to a jury or a judge if they have a bench trial that Mr. Baldwin committed all the crimes that he is being charged with. That is the DA's burden. They must prove that. I think with the forensic evidence, it will be up to the jury to decide. Who are they going to believe? Because I'm sure Mr. Baldwin's going to bring in his forensic experts to say that the gun was defective and that that's the reason. And I, the gun fired. And I can see him throwing Gutierrez Reed under the bus by saying it was her job to ensure that the gun only had blanks in it and did not have live rounds. And it was her failure as armorer that Helena Hutchins is dead. They're going to ignore the fact that it was, Baldwin's job to hire Helena Hutchins, that he was the producer, so it was his job to hire a armorer, a competent, experienced armorer that understood gun safety. And as an actor on the film, he failed in his role in properly handling a gun. Either way, I believe a jury needs to hear this case. A woman is dead. A jury needs to hear all the evidence, And make an informed decision of whether Gutierrez Reed is guilty in her part of the death of Helena Hutchins. And they also should hear the case against Mr. Baldwin and decide whether he is guilty by his negligence and his actions that caused the death of helena Hutchins. once again all my opinions not an attorney not offering legal advice just how i see things based on my love of guns and my understanding of basic gun safety which was not followed on the set of the this movie rust just my opinions guys thanks for listening i could run the whole block just from walking the line parking this prime these are the thoughts of my mind and i'm a straight rider, never stop the sun and i'm only slowing down if i'm Stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.